Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 208 of Dude and the Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster. As ever, I am joined by... Ian Loring, hello. And we have a, a guest uh, this week to discuss Alien Covenant. Uh, we are joined by... Andrew Jones, living for your booze. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, we're talking about Andrew to, to discuss uh, Alien Covenant. It's a film that we've... Oh, I, I wouldn't quite say excited for... Um, apprehensive about I don't know there's a lot of mixed emotions um, past Prometheus towards the Alien franchise um, from pretty much everybody it seems um, so yeah we, but finally it is here so we're going to discuss that um, the usual um, tangents uh, and other bits um, I promised I'm not going to talk about Prometheus but I can see myself talking about it because I did watch it again um, not only did I watch it I bought it for 3.99 on iTunes on iTunes, yeah, um, and it, you know, if you buy anything for three ninety nine on iTunes, any film, you should be glad that you bought a whole film for three ninety nine on iTunes. Yet I, I am mildly angry about the fact that I now own a Prometheus because now I own it and it's there. I might watch it again. I, I rented it for three forty nine, and um, here comes the first tangent of the show. ITunes were really, really fucking cheeky this past week. Ooh, they were with the with the Prometheus thing. Well, are you about to? I think you're about to say. Yeah. So, over the days leading up to Alien Covenant, Monday through Thursday, they had Aliens one to four for three ninety nine each. Yeah. And then on Friday, what do they do? The whole lot for a tenner, was it? Yeah. Ah. Also, did you notice, when did, when did you get Prometheus? Or when, when did you rent Prometheus? I, I rented it on Wednesday night. Because it was... When did I watch it? Uh, I watched it on... Actually, I watched it on Wednesday as well, I think. Um, but I was going to watch it the week before, and I was going to rent it uh, the weekend before. But it was actually... Uh, it was six ninety nine up until Wednesday. Yeah. And then they dropped it to three ninety nine. I thought you were going to mention the fact that it was six ninety nine right up to release day. And then once release day hits, it went. But also as well, uh, Sky did the same thing as they did with Guardians of the Galaxy. What, they, uh, it was taken off of fucking Sky Go, was it? It was taken off of Sky Go, but you could rent it from Sky or you could uh, buy it from Sky. Um, and it was, I put it, after the Guardians thing, I... Went on a Sky On Demand, and I downloaded Prometheus to my planner, and then when I went to go and watch it, gone. Question. How easy was it to access uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem at this point? (laughs) Um, Well, I think, isn't Alien Requiem on one of the streaming services, isn't it, on Netflix? I'm sure it's on Sky as well. Shove it onto anything to make sure people try and watch it. Alien Requiem, that, that's the that's the sequel, isn't it? That's the yeah, the second AVP, the one. Yeah. Buy it on iTunes, both in unrated and original isn't... cut form, but they cost seven ninety nine each. Isn't <laughs> unrated. Oh well, uh, yeah, you know more abortion sequence. Hang on, yeah, it's um, God, it's like eight minutes longer as well. Wow. Um, oh, you can rent the unrated cut. I will never watch that film again because that fucking horrible bit in the maternity ward. <laughs> was like this this film is i mean it was a trashy 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 film yeah but then with that bit it got straight up like 
reprehensible. Like, that bit's fucking, like... If you're going to go to the edge, you might as well jump off. I think that was their thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get get that. But, you know, it's supposed to be some, like, knockabout fun. And then you've got that, and it feels... Icky. Mm. Icky's definitely a word for it, yeah. Well, you know how I like my ickiness, so um, I, I, I kind of quite enjoy it. I saw it at the cinema, actually. Oh, yeah, you were the one. I. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, uh, go on, Andrew. No, I was just going to say, I was surprised anyone did. I thought it didn't do very well when no one saw it. I thought that was the whole point of the film. And I, I think me and Ian saw it. Um, we, we also, our, our previous car was chosen uh, solely on the basis because the when they gave us the list of... Um, number plates um, to choose our car one of them was AVP so we chose that that's, that's, that's definitely I get that that's definitely a reason to buy a car we, we both kind of looked at it and went ooh that one <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> well that one only comes in red that's fine don't forget that whichever car dealership won you lost <laughs> yes okay cool uh, right well that was our first tangent out of the way um has anything in the wonderful world of film happened this week that we should discuss? Uh, we lost Powers Booth. Yeah, we did. That was sad. Um, it was, yeah, because he was a, he was a, one of those great kind of early character actors. It was, uh, weird, uh, it was weird that him and Jenny Agata kind of have become faces on screens in Marvel movies. I mean, she had a bit more to do in Winter Soldier, but it, it's odd that that is like the the direction that she has gone down i suppose um but yeah man i mean fuck he was a beast yeah he was uh, you know he, if you look back at he had some great some art performances and some great runs i feel kind of guilty about this i bought tombstone on blu-ray a couple of months ago and watched it for the first time in like a decade and a half and then after that bill paxton left us and so powers booth has left us it's like so, months, a month so, so sam elliott's gonna sam elliott, die soon there. yeah <laughs> Let's pray for him. Let's pray for him, yeah, because I want him to do another series of The Ranch. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm, I'm uninformed. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm uninformed on that. I'll let you two hash that one out. It's, um, it, 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 the Ranch is one of those shows that you will either love or be normal. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's it, it literally is just Ashton Kutcher and that other guy from the 70s show um, just saying cop jokes to each other for 27 minutes. Yep. And sometimes Sam edits there to, to bring yeah, on more stuff. To make, to make gay jokes. <laughs> so, yeah, so I loved it. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm glad it's made for someone. <laughs> yeah, Netflix, it someone will love it. So some, someone, some idiot will fucking lap this shit up. <laughs> yes, uh, anything else happened that we, we, we should discuss before we get into trailers? Um, not that I can think of. No, I don't, I don't, I, not that I can think of either, not that I can't think of anything that's kind of cropped up. Uh, so trailers, uh, what has everyone seen uh, this week? I, I take it everyone's watched the Emojis trailer. Uh, yeah, actually I did. Um, I did as well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it just looks like... Thank you, Ralph Emoji. I'm not offended by the fact that there's an Emoji film. It's like, fucking yeah. whatever, it's not for me. But it just... I mean, I'm going to have to see it, obviously, because I have a three-year-old. But um, it 
it, it feels like it's just going to be going down that route of, you know, you are not just one thing, be true to yourself. It's the Angry Birds film again. It, Which that, was Becky Ralph again. Yeah, Except yeah. with racism. Yeah, I mean, but I mean that—that's the thing. I mean, like that—that <laughs> that film was exactly like you are the bomb one, you do this; you are the yellow one, you do this; you are the red one, you do this, and it, 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 you know, but you don't have to be that. It's exactly what this is, and it's a good moral for kids to have. But I have watched a lot of kids' films over the last year, and it feels like that's the moral in about two thirds of them. Yeah, you know, at least with Lego Batman. There's a bit of like, uh, oh God, what's the tagline for that film? Like, be yourself if you're Batman or something like that, <laughs> which, is, which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Dane DeHaan starring ballerina is is very much on that as well, and Kung Fu Panda is, uh, and you know what Pixar films were there last year. You know, it just it feels like it. It feels like that's exactly what they're going for, except you've got a shit emoji there as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting <laughs> how they do the poo emoji. I, I I don't know. I mean, I thought that whole thing at the end about, like, should we wash our hands? And then there's just like, them laughing at each other. I actually thought was, you know, that wasn't bad. You know, like, it just, it's, I will watch it. It will be an hour and a half of my life I'll never get back. And I'll continue with my life. I love the way that the, the on on the emoji movie uh, Wikipedia page it actually says based on emojis. <laughs> like who the fuck created emojis? <laughs> Who's getting like the royalties for this? Uh, it appears to be one of those things that nobody actually owns the rights to. Mm, that can't be right. Uh, There's a rich oh, volcano. Ah. Apple. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, Apple. Right, so basically Apple are going to get a shit ton of money off of this somehow. Right, fair enough. I mean, what did you guys think of the trailer? Um, like you say, I'll, I'll end up watching it. I know I will. Um, but... It, it didn't offend me in any way. I don't... It, like you said, it's not made for me. It's not made for you. It's not made for us. It's made for your daughter. And yeah. no son and kids. So, you know, it'd be it'd be like your daughter bitching and moaning about Alien Covenant existing. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, I was watching La La Land last night um, and I d- didn't manage to get through the whole thing, so I won't talk about it this week, but... I started watching that in front of her because it was like, yeah, it's a 12, but she wasn't paying any attention. She was just watching her iPad. Got five minutes into it and she was like, Daddy, this is boring. Put something else on. She wasn't even watching it. And, you know, and it's like, yeah, do you know what? All right, fair enough. You know, la, la, it is boring for you. It is boring to you. That's cool. I had to sit through the Boss Baby for the second time today. You don't, you don't hear me it. complaining, but no. It's a better know? movie than La La Land. You, shut your mouth, Andrew. Um, <laughs> d- 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 no, I mean, like, to be fair, the boss baby is not that bad. There is a bit where he turns into an actual baby, eats a load of change, and then when he turns back into Alec Baldwin, he says, I think I just ate about a dollar seventy-five, which I thought was quite funny. 
you know hmm. so it, it 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 has its it has its qualities does the boss baby i still have questions about that fucking film um <laughs> it, even a second ago around didn't didn't uh it's not going to help me sleep any better at night um but that that that's it you know i mean like fuck, i just i stuck cars 2 on for her when when we got home today and it was just like fine there you go that, that, watch that shite you know it's at least it looks pretty <laughs> so, so God, what other trailers have we all watched this week fuck me um war for the planet of the apes i'm looking forward to it but it looks fucking depressing it looks bleak doesn't it well so was dawn yeah that yeah the thing is with, with dawn there was that whole like him and jason clark getting along kind of thread this yeah. is basically woody harrelson doesn't like monkeys and he's gonna blow them the fuck up great so it's like if Gary Oldman's character had his own spin-off movie and there was no one else who was a hero. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it, it's a little bit like, it, you get the feeling that Woody Allen has turned up and gone, ah, so you think he was a cunt? Well, you didn't see nothing yet, motherfucker. That should be the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it should be. No, I mean, it, it, don't get me wrong. I mean, it looks really impressive. I'm very intrigued to see where the story goes. But... As much as I like the first two, I don't, I don't feel a lot of heat for this. It's it's a bit like this year's Star Trek. It's happening, and people will go and see it. But if it didn't happen, nobody would ask where it was. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that's that's fair. I mean, it could. It the thing is, it's just the aesthetic as well doesn't. It just doesn't scream summer blockbuster. Like it just it looks like it's going to be two hours of really impressive action and kind of badass ape versus people stuff. But in the end, everybody's going to be miserable. Even the like you know the apes are going to win and Caesar's either going to be dead or he's going to be fucking miserable. Yeah, or he's going to yeah literally rip a human's face off. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, I, <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, I mean that's the thing, and it just, you know, he was already going down a bit of a, a, a dark path because of like ape killing ape at the the end of the second one, and it, it's like maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna go down that, and who knows? I mean, it might it might be fantastic. I just I I I don't know. I'm finding it hard to get get up for it, which is so weird because it's me and it's a yeah. film about apes. Yeah, it's a little bit strange that, that, that if, if that can't appeal to you, then, then I'm getting fucking worried for it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> it sounds like the film that should have a Werner Herzog narration over it. By the way, it should. It yeah. really yeah. should. That's a very good call, Andrew. Yes, it should. <laughs> I think in most films should. I mean, I'd watch The Boss Baby again if they decided to have him do the narration and play The Boss Baby. Isn't he the narrator in the Penguins of Madagascar film? He's in that for like a minute as a brief cameo, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. I need to watch that at some point. <laughs> it is great. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's not a joke. I, right? I actually really quite like the, the third Madagascar film. That third one is really fun. The third one's yeah, because it, it, it literally just, it is... It just starts with an action scene and then just continues down that road all the way through it. I got about halfway through it and thought, this has been so busy. I'm exhausted just watching it. It must be incredible to be a child watching this. <laughs> it is a full-blown cartoon in the best way possible, that one. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, and I, I, I laughed heartily at Madagascar 3, to be honest. Um, anything else from anybody? Um... Did anybody watch the... the, the 
Kill Switch trailer from the Visionary Director. Uh, yeah, Tim Smith. Uh, Andrew, um, Mark was just having quite the uh, the WhatsApp meltdown about this, actually. So, uh, yeah, yeah, tell us. It's, it's become on. my little fucking bugbear of everything being from a Visionary Director. So we've had it with the Gorbinsky film that was earlier from the Visionary Director of... Okay, you know, Pirates, that's the one, the Pirates of the Caribbean film and the weatherman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, visionary. Uh, there was another couple, I think, that got visionary directors. And then I watched the trailer for um, Kill Switch, which I'm interested in because it's got uh, Dan Stevens in it and he makes interesting choices. And I watched the trailer going, this looks quite interesting. Uh, and then it comes up with, from the visionary director, Tim Smith. And I thought, I, am, I, I don't recognise his name. Um, I then thought, am I just being phenomenally arrogant in thinking that just because I'm a film fan and, you know, that I should just know every director? So I I DB'd him and thought, huh, right, don't recognise any of these films that are on his, you know, um, his most popular list or his filmography thing. Then I looked at them, they're all visual effects things, and I looked and thought, oh, wonder what he's directed. This is it. Cool Switch is his first directed film. No short films or anything just just this how the fuck is that visionary i thought you meant this is it as in the michael jackson documentary nope nope he was the but ah oh, but he was the visual effects supervisor on tiger house Ooh. and last passenger what's that now that's well, like a blu-ray that i've seen on tesco shelves ti- yes tiger house stars nobody uh, no, sorry, no, Last Passenger stars nobody. And um, Tiger House stars that girl, oh, Dougary Scott, and that girl who was oh, really? in um, The Maze Runner and Skins, who always looks like she fucking thinks that, you know, her own fat smell oh, like um, Kaya, The one from the Pirates. Kaya Scodelaro, yeah, she's yeah, in the Pirates, that's right, yeah, yeah. It's shame, well, there's a fucking surprise. I remember seeing uh, this before Triple X Three came to our shores. Uh, whatever film he did before that it was a poster which said from acclaimed director DJ Caruso. <laughs> that's, that's now you ask. name one film which I would say acclaimed. I mean, you can't even say Two for the Money. No, and Two for the Money is uh, you know the yeah. closest you'll get in terms of caliber of actors. Yeah, it is, and, and even Two for the Money isn't a great film. DJ fucking Caruso. For a start off. DJ Caruso is a man in his 50s and he still goes by DJ, so... I won't have a bad word to say about He can't call himself Dwayne Johnson Caruso, Caruso anymore. Caruso. I will not have a bad word to say about that man after the return of Xander Cage. You did enjoy Gosh, you're one of those. Fuck yeah. it. Oh, that fucking... I, the 4K of that. Oh. Oh. He also did the film Taking Lives. Has anybody seen this? Oh, the Angelina Jolie Angelina one. Oh, it's a great yeah. one where she... Where she she lies in the grave at the start of the movie to get a feel for it all, and you just think, fuck off. That's deep, man. <laughs> I get it. That's it is. That was, that was Andrew Jolie at Pete Dickhead. <laughs> Anything else? Any other trailers yeah. I've watched? Uh, nope. So does no one watch the 47 Metres Down trailer? What the hell? What the fuck's that? 47 Metres Down is a film starring Mandy Moore and somebody else. Uh, and Matthew Modine's in it as well, about uh, two girls who go uh, on a um, 
snorkeling trip or something like that and go down in a one of those viewing cages um, to view some fish and then the wire snaps and they get plummeted 47 metres down to the bottom of the seabed but there's sharks surrounding them and they have to get out back on the surface. What if you made open water but like deep underground? Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, the thing about this trailer is, is it, it, it looks, you know, okay, it's the sort of thing that, you, you know, if you did start watching and maybe... You'd end up finishing and going, do you know what? That was a bit shit, but it was all right at being shit. Except yeah. the graphics that come up that tell you the title and come up and say like words like chilling and the people who are in it honestly looks like somebody made it on a 99p app on their phone. It is <laughs> horrendous. In fact, I didn't think it was a 99p one. It was the free one. It was the light version, and they didn't want to pay the 99p. They get ads halfway oh. through when they're rendering Yeah, it is. It, honestly, it is the trailer. Don't probably don't watch the film, but watch the trailer just for how bad the graphics are over the what is it. It's, it's quite something. Can we go back a second? You said Mandy Moore and Matthew Modine. Were they just casting based on M? Yes, I think they are. Okay, right. <laughs> they, they literally just went, they just randomised for actors that they could find that would be cheap and just land on M and went, yep, top two's fine. It could be a visionary director trying to do like an art house film experiment by like casting base completely on one letter. That would be interesting. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's shark. done that. That sounds like an Abel Ferreira thing, that. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's oh, listening. Oh, that was a spit take. Cool. Uh, right. Uh, so, shall we get into it, guys? Let's do this. I guess so. We'll get into the main event, Alien Covenant. It is set nine years, I think, after the events of Prometheus. I thought it was ten, but sure. I thought it was eight, so let's... Uh, the, the, yeah, let's, let's call it nine then. Yeah, nice. Well, the, the, no, let's fucking find out. <laughs> what? No, it doesn't Should matter. Should we get actual facts? It doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, da 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 uh, 2000. Uh, um, well, we're all fucking wrong. It would be even the film's wrong. Well, I mean, oh, no, wait, no, wait, later. four years later. So that would be uh, That's 2093. It is 11 years later. Oh, oh, okay, fair enough. Double figures. It's, but it does mention. I thought it was nine. It does mention in the film that it's ten. Yeah, didn't so they, they say they like, that ship much. that disappeared ten years ago? Ten years or something? ago, yeah. But it's actually eleven. Yeah, I mean, I, know, there, yeah. I mean, there might be scientists or something. They don't want to be specific about when a ship's disappeared. Yeah. That's just silly. Yeah. But, you know, eleven and a half years ago, maybe a couple of extra months, give or shake, that disappeared. Who's saying that? Oh, wait, 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 two seconds, guys. Oh, Mark what? does this uh, like wank breaks. He just um, oh, he just has to do it. He thinks it's a fast bender, and suddenly it's like. Bong. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Every twenty we'll minutes or so, he just has to go off and. I'm back. That was a quick one. Yes, Good so it um, stars uh, Michael uh, Melbourne. <laughs> fucking hell. Michael Fassbender, uh, Catherine Watson, Billy Crudup, Danny McBride, and James Franco's face. Um, Burning face. Burning, James Franco's burning face. As we close our eyes to dream at night, James Franco's burning face. Yes. <laughs> uh, it is not written by a cunt. It is written by John Logan. Jesus uh, Christ. 
Hold on. Uh, and it is directed by Ridley Scott. We As you say, set 11, 10 or 9 or 8 years after the events of Prometheus. Uh, they're now on a terraforming mission to some planet, Arigi 6, I believe. Uh, Origai 6. Origai 6. He sounds like a Belgian footballer. Yes, um, but they start getting a, a little a little blip and some bits from uh, the Prometheus after all the crew gets woken up because shit goes wrong. Uh, Michael Fassbender is Walter, I believe, in this one, not David. So, yes. Uh, uh, well, you go back first, Andrew. What did you think of Alien Covenant? Um, is it a film? I don't think it was. It was like a series of things that kind of happened. It's one of those films that uh, decides to go, here's a couple of steps that you expect from an alien movie, or you accept, expect at this point from any kind of sci-fi horror movie, and then let's press on to the Prometheus thing of, who made us? What is gods? What does it mean to create? Did you just say, what is gods? What is, what is gods, yes. Okay, what is gods? Yes. Right, okay. <laughs> Are you going to question my syntax the entire way through? What? What is gods? What is gods? What are gods? No. What is, what is no, gods? I'm sticking with what is gods. Hmm. Yeah? I don't agree, but okay. You, you do it. You, you do you. I do you. I do, I do me. Okay. Yeah, and so it's a lot of twiddling thumbs procrastinating on philosophy and then a couple of moments of CGI action. I think, I think you're missing out on some fluting. Oh, yep, sorry. You blow, I will do the fingering. Definitely. <laughs> Michael Definitely. Fassbender. Mm. Shame. Um, yeah. So, Ian, uh, your initial thoughts before we delve more into it. Uh, Alien Covenant, what did you think? Yeah, so, I mean, I... Um... I was dreading it, to be honest, going in, um, like, very, very, very nervous about it, um, and, uh, I mean, I liked it, I, I do like it better than Prometheus, I'm, I'm, I'm slightly wary about Call I think it's a good time, I'm not entirely sure if it's a good film, um, it, the thing is, it kind of panders to me, almost in a hurt-so-good kind of way. Like, I know I shouldn't be enjoying this, but the bits of the original score popping up like it. The titles like it. And, you know, there are elements through the film which I enjoy. I also like the fact that it seems quite satisfied to answer a bunch of shit. Um, yes, it's setting up another one, but it didn't quite feel as leaving shit unanswered as I as I thought it was going to. It's interesting, because watching Prometheus the night beforehand and then watching this, it does kind of feel like Ridley Scott just went like, fuck it. And, of course... People, you might say course corrected, but it's more like just like course pandered. It was like, right, people don't really like Shaw. People don't really care about the engineers. So even though the last scene of Prometheus, apart from like the alien bit, the last scene with her saying like, I'm, I, I am going to go off and find out 
find our makers. And it's basically, no, you're not. You're going to be killed by creepy robot man. And your makers are literally going to be seen alive in like one scene, flashback scene in the film. It it feels weird that Ridley Scott directed this after directing Prometheus, because while thematically there, there are similar elements and certainly the visual style is the same, it kind of feels like it's aggressively trying to ignore the key characters of Prometheus apart from David. It's very, very odd in that way, and it feels like another director soft rebooting things. Um, it's really it's messy it is really really messy and I just got to say right now the Billy Billy Crudup's character will get into him and we'll get into this particular scene but (laughs) it annoys me so much the gestation period of the alien in this film it really 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 annoys me Mm. yep like it, it just they did it in AVP as well the, the the Paul W S Anderson one, but this is Ridley Scott doing like like forgetting a key tenant of his own film. And I was thinking, well, maybe this isn't the final evolved version, and maybe the final version needs to take more time because, for example, I don't know, maybe this version doesn't have acid for blood or something like that. No, it has acid for blood. It's it, it it's, it's all there. It, it's a, a straight up fucking xenomorph. But apparently, David's tinkering in the future is going to make them more shit. <laughs> I, mm. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay, Mark, go. Yes, remember, guys, we are all spoilers all the time. I'm sure regular listeners uh, will know that. Yeah, yeah. And if, if, if we have new listeners ever, then we are all spoilers all the time. So we've just brought early in covenant for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, well, there's two things, you see. I'm very conflicted with this because of the actual movie, um, I, I enjoyed the actual movie. Yes, it's it's messy and it's a bit shit. A point, but also at least it felt like an alien film. It felt like part of the alien franchise. And let's not fucking beat on the bush. Let's not forget that actually we've got if we're just even if we're just counting the alien films and we're not bringing the AVP films into it, we've got Alien, fantastic. Aliens, brilliant. Alien Three, I really like it, but let's admit it, it's a bit fucking. It's very messy. Uh, alien Resurrection is just. I think it's a bad film. Um, and then Prometheus is crap. So it's not like Alien, the franchise, has a history of always being fucking top-level stuff. So there is that taken into account. But I did actually quite enjoy um, Covenant in the sense that I enjoyed the film I was watching. What I don't like is the um, the idea that they've now, because it's a prequel and they've gone before, so everything that's happened since is based essentially around this movie. Because when Prometheus came out, everyone thought we were getting an alien prequel. And he was very quick to kind of say, once it came to the very sort of latter stages of the promo stuff, um, it was, was very quick to say, this isn't the alien prequel. This is the films before the alien prequel that will get made. 
Alien Covenant is an alien prequel. It is the almost the fucking the Xenomorph origins story. And I just didn't like the way that the fucking origins of Xenomorphs came about. It, it feels a bit like, ah, fuck. It kind of, I enjoyed what I was watching, but with that, you've kind of sullied the whole fucking thing for me. I, the thing is, you, you were saying that to me the other day, actually, and I... Yeah. I... Which is a rarity, because I very rarely talk about the film if we're going to discuss on what is it, before we actually discuss yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, no, but that was eating away at me so much that I had to discuss it. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the thing is with that, I... I was I was surprised that they actually gave us an explanation as to where the, uh, the Xenomorphs came, came, actually directly came from in this film. You know, considering Ridley Scott said there was going to be at least one more film, it, it kind of feels odd that they've done that. Um, however, I like the idea of a, a being created by man being pissed off with its creator and deciding to create something else with absolutely no feeling whatsoever and and it feels as in the xenomorph feels like a creature designed by a being that gives not one shit about the consequences yeah which yeah i, I can i can see your point behind that i can see the the logic behind that but i think it's one of those where you either go with it or it it, it, it loses you, and, and there it, it did kind of lose me. I did kind of go, do you know what? I, I liked I liked the idea that this was just a perfectly evolved thing, a perfectly evolved killing machine. Um, that they just randomly find. Yeah, rather than, than this thing that something that we created, then created because it had daddy issues. It, you know, it's... It just feels a little bit... It was very much, well, there's this perfect organism, but actually, oh my God, we kind of created the perfect organism by creating what we thought was the perfect version of ourselves that then went wrong, and that then created the thing that could be our ultimate demise. Mm. It's just, if it... Like, I appreciate this more than... It was a killing machine devised by an alien race or something like that. Like, I'm not creative enough to think of something better than what we've got here. But it feel it feels to me like the explanation could have been a lot worse and a lot dumber. Um, it could have been. But the interestingness of it was the fact that it was the mystery behind it all. It is just this thing. Why do, why do we have to find out where the fuck that, that thing originated from why can't you know the original prometheus was where do we come from it was going to see the engineers because they created where did they come from and it just so happened that the alien fucking thing was there now it's it, it, it's not it's they've gone i would have been shit about the engineers no one cares about them uh, which, now we want to know where this came from yeah I mean, I, 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 and i'm not bothered where actually where that came from I it's like, like if the, the new that, predator movie decided to say hey look we're going to discuss the origins what happened was a human gist on a wasp yeah yeah and yeah. It gave us the yeah, no, you know, I, I, it's the, the the thing is, I mean, I kind of, I get the feeling that Ridley Scott is damned if he does, damned if he don't at this point because it's like if he doubled down on, 
I am. I really do not care about Alien. This is something set in the Alien world, but it's really about different things, and there might be nods to it. Like it kind of felt like he wanted to do. Well, that's what he did with Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, 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 with Prometheus, what he seemed to do was go, hang on a minute, no, this is a sci-fi movie. I'm with Scott. I don't make horror movies. Yeah. It's, it's, it, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what changed apart from... I mean, he's been quoted as, in interviews as saying, like, he thought the alien was cooked. He, you know, uh, he thought there was an apple in its mouth and it was done, or an orange in its mouth and it was done. And he, but obviously people told him, well, we're not done with it. And it's like, all right, well, you aggressively were pushing your own agenda with the first mm. one. With this one, you're aggressively pushing a, a, a skewed fanboy perspective on it. So what's what's the next one going to be? Because, I mean, that, I suppose that's the big question going forward. It's like, right, what is the next one? They land on the planet and then David just sets a load of hidden face huggers on the new community. That sounds boring as fuck. Well, no, that's it. It's he's now he can now impregnate all of the, those people with face huggers that are there. But I, yeah, it just I don't know. It don't make sense. It's they they do. This is the thing, right? If you're going to make a prequel to something, or if you're going to make a series of prequels to something, what you do, or what would be, what would make sense to do, is go right. Alien is our is is our aim. That's where we need to get to. Is Alien, or just before Alien, right? And it, we want to make a number of movies to get there. So you work backwards and work how you're going to get there. But they didn't. They just went. Here we go. We're going to do this. Uh, we'll work out how it gets to Alien later on. And it, it just seems like with Prometheus, because it didn't work, um, and it didn't. no one gave a shit about it, because it wasn't really an Alien movie. Um, it went, they've kind of gone, like you said, they've pushed it to the side and trying to make an Alien movie, but they've just... They've tried to do everything that they probably would have done in two movies in one movie, but only actually done it in half a fucking movie, Involving Fastbender fighting Fastbender and fluting. Which is the best part of the whole thing. Aside from Danny McBride, every time yeah. you're on screen, yeah? Sure. Now, with regards to the next film, I did have a sudden thought. Because you can have, like, a, it could be kind of aliens like, in that you have some Marines coming over to the new colony after hearing, like, a distress call, and there's, like, hundreds and hundreds of them coming over to make sure everything's fine to fight off these xenomorphs that have just appeared and it's you know humans versus aliens on a planet and yeah. that's a film it's not me great but you know it's a film it, it, it just it feels like this is this is a trilogy of somewhat grand ideas and yeah. like i just if he could just make just one more just just one like don't do four or five let's just do one more put it to bed you can move on with your many, many other projects you've got, Mr. Scott. And then, I don't know, if they just want to reboot the whole fucking thing, then do it. You know, it, it, it's... I, I, I'm i still very much invested in the world enough to, to watch the next film. But... What if his son takes over? Oh, oh God. No, no. no. no Morgan in space. No, 
Fuck, stop it. Um, <laughs> the, the, it just, it's... The, the, but, but I liked the experience of watching the film. That's the that's the weird thing. Like I've that, got... that that is the thing. Yeah, I, I I agree with you there for the vast majority of it. I, I actually I, I quite enjoyed it. Um, to be honest, despite the fact that everybody on that ship seemed a little bit a little bit incompetent, a little bit like if that's the crew you've picked, which were the ones that that were shit, because they all seem to do stuff they're not really supposed to do. Let's lock someone up in quarantine with a dying man who's spitting up blood and possibly, you know, going yeah, to kill someone. She she goes from being composed to to just being clearly you shouldn't be on this trip really yeah. fucking quickly. <laughs> it's one spine opening up in front of her face that changes everything. It's a little bit like, oh, oh, look, that is. Oh wait a minute, I'm going to lock my friend in here with whatever this is, and I'm going to run around screaming, going to get a gun for some reason. Yeah, right. It, it should have been easy to just go, do you know what? I'll let her out. Again, in fairness, they were not, they weren't on a mission to investigate a distress signal. It it was, it was a choice to go down to that planet because nobody wanted to get back in those cryopod things. Like they, those characters didn't have like any ostensible military training if it was the like the security team acting like that yeah fair enough in all fairness if that happened to me i'd lock that fucking person in that room no problem i but but if you're i would say that if if you're a crew of how many is it 12 there is a crew of 15 15 15 you're a crew of 15 that is going to be essentially getting there to help colonize a planet then I would think you'd be going for the fucking top end of the scale. And they they don't, essentially. They get... Donald Bride seems like he's good at it, but, you know, uh, he's Donald Bride. Billy Crudup seems to just fucking fall under the pressure really fucking quickly. Franco can't even get out of his pod without setting himself on fire. Um... <laughs> One of them it says he's going to go, oh, I'm just going to go for a pee. When he goes off to have a cigarette, just stay going for a cigarette. Why, why hide that? I'm just going to go have a quick, quick, quick ciggy. All right, cool. Because even if she is, because no, you're not. It's, you know, he goes, to smoke, I guess. Fuck you. Probably goes for a pee and a smoke, doesn't he? I don't see him pee. Well, fuck it. I don't think we... Jesus Christ, Mark. Like, I don't think we needed yeah, to... When will he evacuate his bowels? That's why I want to know in this sci-fi film. What? what, what yeah. Right, Right, but then why have I been smoking? Why not have him peeing, turning around and accidentally stepping on the thing? Oh, why is he having to pee? It's true. The characterizations are kind of strange in that sense. That is, you know, might cause of the problem with this film is just like, yeah, these characters just do things, and you expect that's going to come back later on. There'll be a reason yeah, someone's let, lying. Is I think Ridley Scott films a scene where being a bit fucking pedantic. But it is. It's a little bit like Ridley Scott said, "I'm going to do that," and then he went off to second unit, and his kid was doing the second unit, and went. What did Dad say you were doing? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, just have a cigarette. Right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter <laughs> now, basically <laughs> saying, like, can people pee and have a cigarette at the same time? Well, well, I'll say it for half an hour. We'll get the results later. Well, you, you could do that, but he wasn't. That's peeing. fine. That's he wasn't fine. taking his dick out. There is no cock in Alien Covenant. Yes, and as I always say to you, Ian. We should have more cocking films. Yes, that's the true. cock ratio to boobs is is low. Yes, it is very true. 
I'm just doing this poll. <laughs> so high points of the film. What were anyone's high points? Two Michael Fassbenders in a conversation. There is two Michael Fassbenders. That is gorgeous. I think Ian, Ian referenced this. Mm. The minute that, that they land on that planet and that it was David, you go, ah, so David's going to replace Walter and be on yeah. the lot, is it? Yeah, there is obviously no doubt in that the, whatsoever. The weird thing about that was I was seeing people in the early coverage call that a twist. It's not a twist. It, it, that all it, falls it, back it, to the fucking Shutter Island thing. Um, yeah, um, if, 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 if something takes positive where it sets it up and it gets 5% of people are watching it go alright, yeah then it's not a twist, that's just the film happening yes but yeah, so it's not a twist Yeah, even just, I, that's, just, that's just the film happening no, I mean like there, there is a shot <sighs> The thing is, I mean, like, they're, they're having that fight, uh, him and him and Walter, and Walter's got him pinned down, and there's a shot of a knife, and then David looking at the knife, and then from there it's just like, okay, well, I see what's, what's happened here then. Uh, it, it just, it's, and and then you spend that last 20, 25 minutes of the film, like, with the alien on board, and, you know, they're not questioning at all how the alien got on board. Um... Yeah, because I'm, I'm assuming did Walt uh, did David help with that? Are we assuming or? I would assume so. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Like no, no, no questions about that at all. Um, no. it, yeah, I, 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 and also the other, the other point that got me in this film is the fact that that stereo in that shower room is louder than their emergency <laughs> PA system. And also, right, you've just got back on the ship after pretty much everybody has died. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm in an adult relationship. The first thing I think is, we need to fucking get on the shower. Because everyone's... We've got to start bringing more crew back. Well, you know? Yeah, they, they were very it, pleased to see each other. They were very pleased to see each other, but it, it should be a little bit more like, you know... Uh, well, they, 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 but the thing is, neither of them Wait. were in peril. Yeah, I was going to say, they were the other two ship. people on the ship with Danny McBride. Yeah. So it's like, oh, everybody else's partner's dead, aren't they? Yeah. Well, do you know what we should do? What? We should fuck in the shower. Just just to, just to fuck with them. Again, just just terrible people, with the exception of Danny McBride, um, <laughs> on, this, on this ship. Just jerks. Well, well, hang on. What's the problem with Catherine Waterston? Well... Hair was weird. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake! <laughs> no, actually, I didn't mind Catherine Watson. I thought I, I thought she was quite good. I thought, well, she's she's a good actress. I thought she was good in it. I thought she didn't go down the route of just being a Ripley, um, pre-Ripley or anything like that. Um, she doesn't have any of the big meltdown moments uh, or anything like that. Post uh, Franco's um, face burning uh, and bits like that. So I thought, I, you know, I thought she was very good in it. Okay, all right. No, I, I didn't think anyone was anyone was particularly bad in it, to be honest. No, no I mean, because I, I I quite enjoyed Crudup, to be honest. Um, I, I I well, no, I mean, he is involved. No. In, in he is involved in in by 
a country mile the film's worst scene. Absolutely. Um, Which one? Oh, God, the alien egg. Oh, yeah. yeah Come down to the basement, I've got something to show you. Fucking yeah. hell, <laughs> man. Oh, God, no, you creepy weirdo. <laughs> like, I, I just... Okay, all right, well, let's talk about that then. I mean... <laughs> yes, let's get into this goddamn thing. Because... They could have done. They could have done way more to justify that. Like his whole, like Godbotherer persona and whatnot, and being, like, challenged by the idea of something else creating life. Yeah. Would have been interesting, but he doesn't say any of that. It's basically, right. I thought you were dodgy, David, but you've just told me you're going to tell me what's going on. So that's fine. And it's mm-hmm. down this dark corridor, is it? And down these steps, <laughs> and there are these weird alien things, and there's something moving around in it. And, and I should look in it. You've told Touch me, it, it's quite fine. You've told me that there's no problem with, with, with this whatsoever. Okay, cool, yeah, no worries at all. Take a look, you'll want to see what's inside. It, it just... That is... That's not the worst scene in the film. <laughs> no, well, my... No? Okay. No, it's not the worst scene in the film. The what? worst scene in the film is when you've got Fastbender blowing on that alien's face to calm it down. I thought that was interesting. Like, yeah, I, 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 I didn't get on with it. That again, south the alien. Uh, no, sorry. Wait, the, is, the that, is that just after she, he's ripped off the woman's head and they're yeah. having a reaction to the fact that there's a head bobbing around? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Fastbender's okay. just blowing its face, which is, which is a little bit reminded me a little bit like the ridiculousness of fucking what's it. Um, in the Avengers, just such stroke in Hulk's hand, and then he goes back into being Bruce Banner. Well, I mean, this is this is the thing. I mean, like the third. I think it kind of gives a sign, though, that the third film could well be Fastbender thinking he can control these things, and then getting proven very, very, very wrong. And the whole he gets Denofrioed in Jurassic World. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, and. I, I think that would be very, very interesting how, a, like, an android would react to his creation turning turning against him. You know, because he's obviously... Unless he just doubles down on the, on the psychotic and that's why they have no emotion whatsoever and whatnot, it's because he breeds them in a way that they are just completely, like, uh, soci- uh, sociopathic, I suppose. But... Um, I mean, come on, man. The Billy Crudup scene is is worse than that. I mean, like, because the, the Crudup's good. That's the thing. Like, I like the Austin. I like those scenes, and, and, and I like the fact as well that he's kind of set up as being the bad, like the guy who's going to not not listen to anyone, and it's all going to turn to shit because of him. But he does instigate the whole them landing, obviously. But after that, it is him cracking down. But he doesn't become a bad. He doesn't become a bad guy. Well, the, the thing is, it, it, with that, it's not like it's not like anybody else is. There's only Catherine Watson who is really saying to him, "I don't think this is a good idea." You know, there are enough people there saying to him, "I think we need to give it a go." It's not like yeah. he, he makes the final decision, but it's not like. Everybody else in the ship is telling him it's wrong. No, it's quite, just kind of what is, and it, you know, and really quickly he kind of says to her, you know, I made a mistake. The good bit is that they don't have the "this is your fault" scene in it. Yeah, 
no, no, no. I mean, it's just it's. I think it. It's weird. It's like the first half of the film, like builds him up really interestingly, and then his last two scenes are really quite bad. And I, 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 you just have to wonder if an actor like Billy Crudup was uh, was actually saying like. Would he really stand over this though? Like, why? Why? That's the thing, isn't it? The the oh, look into it. It's perfectly safe. At that point, you'd be going, "Fuck off!" I mean, it's, no, because you were just blowing up an alien's face a minute ago, and you're you're really creepy. Is it supposed to be funny? Like, is is Scott actually going for some sort of like absurdist dark comedy with with that scene? <laughs> No, oh, you might be reaching. No, but no, I mean, like, just because we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. And the fact that Fassbender is being so weirdly nice about it, it just, it almost feels like they're winking at the audience. And and then the next scene with Crudup, well, his last scene, you know, where he wakes up and then five seconds later it comes out. And then that the, you know that's where the whole gestation period thing really fucking rears its head. Where <laughs> like because um oh hang on no didn't the alien fucking uh, the alien on the ship was that actually um did that actually come out of Damien Bashir? And then like Ooh, um, yeah because doesn't he? No, have some, didn't have because there's a shot. Oh, he got Facebook, didn't he? He could get a face hugger. He got he got a face hugger on him, but it didn't wrap itself around. No, I, I don't I don't remember a chest burster. But there is a shot where David Walter up like reapplies um like gauze to his, gun face. his face. Yeah. And it's like, did he lace that with some goo stuff? But then if it did how did it do a chest burst? It, 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 it did come out of Damien Bashir. Sorry? I'm just looking now. Uh, at the, what is it? But isn't he uh, all, like, gored up, though? Didn't something happen to him? Or is it just uh, that the alien killed him? No, they, you know, they, the face hugger took onto his face. They tried to knife it off of him and, of course, acid onto his face. Yeah. As he as he ripped it off him. So it's like, um, I guess it was like, a, is he actually got it inside of him? Has he not at that point? Because it wasn't finished chowing down on his face at that point. I guess that's the best we had to go on. But that, and then he does? Oh, Is that what you said? God, but then in Alien, like, it's on Ash for, like, what seems like days. Hmm. Or at least there's definitely, like, an overnight period or something, something where, like... There is a longevity to it that is clearly... Yeah. yeah. Five seconds. Yeah. I, it, oh, God, it just... It doesn't. It doesn't make sense, and it's supposed to be. It's actually supposed to be the same continuity. Like it's legit. Yeah. It's not like AVP. I mean, you could get around it with AVP because it's not this. It, it does not. It's obviously not. I mean, fuck. Lance Henriksen is fucking Wayland in that film, so it's obviously not the same continuity. God, Lance Henriksen was fucking Wayland. Yeah. That's <laughs> so weird. Um. But yeah, I, it, oh, it bothers me, man. And it's not, I don't think that's a nitpicky, pedantic thing. That's a key part of the evolution of the alien. And Scott's gone, fuck it. The, the times now require fast action. Everything's fast, 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 now, now, now. So now the facehugger 
it can be on someone for 10 seconds and it can give them an alien and it'll burst out in half hour. Why the fuck not? But that's really strange because a lot of the film is quite slow and, you know, taking a taking a long time to get down to the planet, taking a long time on the planet, talking to David to have this sudden, oh, crap, we need to have some action, so let's have it all play out really quickly there. Mm. It just feels kind of very bipolar in that sense. Yes. Yeah, no, it, 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 it really is. I mean, it's it's almost like Rob Zombie's first Halloween film in a way, where like the first half is like really, really deep backstory stuff, and then the second half is basically Hall- Halloween on like 1.5 speed. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is kind of this is kind of similar. It's like the first half backstory stuff, second half is like alien and aliens combined and on one point five speed. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> so, do you know what I think was a nice touch? Mm. Calling uh, Fastbender Walter in this one. What, yeah. It's Walter Hill. Well, it's, it's Walter Hill, isn't it? Yeah, it's Walter sure. Hill and David Guyler, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brandywine Productions, isn't it? That do, that do all that. Walter Hill, what a fucking man. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. I just like, I, imagine I, that. Imagine having a production company where you've made, like, eight or nine films and <laughs> they're all alien films. Oh, and Woman in, Women in Love, the uh, Ken Russell film, I think was Brandywine's first production. Wow. <laughs> That's what this film needs. It's more naked men fighting by a fireside. Well, exactly. So, again, it all comes back to the cock. It does. Yeah. Two fastbender cocks flanking. That's it. Fastbender should just dispense with his fucking robes in the next one. Just walk around free fucking swinging like he did in what's it. Um, Shame. Yeah, I, 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 I I just like the fact that he just gets a check for doing fuck all every now and then. And he, he's not even an executive producer. It's like produced by. Um, yeah, he's the legitimate thing. Credit there. Yeah, like it's which is weird because you like it doesn't really, it doesn't really seem like him and Guyler really get involved. Like Scott is very much the, the the the, the, the at the forefront with this. Um, no, they, they 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 apparently. Well, Ellis said he gets has virtually no involvement in them at all. That doesn't surprise me. You know? He's, he, 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 he was he was not a fan of Prometheus. <laughs> there you go. Good for at him. all. Um, I, he, he, he didn't say it's real, but somebody I know that interviewed him um, in a hotel bar in London, and apparently the man can drink like a motherfucker, um, was a little bit disparaging about Ridley Scott, apparently. Said that um, he swans back in and acts like he fucking owns the franchise because he made the first film. <laughs> oh yeah that's exactly what I'd imagine and, it, and, and, and then when you kind of think about it you go actually he did a little bit <laughs> I mean you know Finch is not coming back to say hey I'm going to do some more now look how well my one did no but it, 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 let's say what did happen is um, is the next one was an, an all out fucking balls out sci-fi action movie where it was Marines versus aliens on a planet would you prefer Ridley Scott to direct that or James Cameron to direct that I'd prefer James Cameron even though it wouldn't come out for 15 years yeah, I'd like it because it would stop him from doing Avatar God well, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that, that. Yeah. but if we could get a Cameron 
you know, back when he was only a prick, not a massive prick, um, then <laughs> it would be awesome. Um, so what's everyone thinking here? Where is everyone? Are you, are you, where are you on it? Are you... Yeah, I mean, I, I am definitely not shit because for all the... For all the disparaging nature I've, I've given to it, um, I like the ideas. I like Fassbender. I like Waterston. I like Danny McBride. Um, I think he did really well with a completely non-comedic role, by the way. Um, he's he's light-hearted at times, but I don't think he's ever straight-up comedic. Um, no, he's, he's naturalistically funny. Yeah. And, in the and, fact that he's just a normal guy who will crack jokes. And, and also, I will just say that I like the fact that when Prometheus had, like, jokey bits, you had I Like Rocks, you had Idris Elba cracking onto Charlize Theron. Um, you know, none of that stuff's here. This is a serious film which has silly moments but they're not intended to be silly and i like that i like the fact that it is a film which is comfortable in its in its own skin whereas prometheus at times didn't fit didn't quite feel like that prometheus it felt like they were all on a lark at times Mm. and even despite what was happening with this nah it's pretty fucking miserable from minute one to minute 120 or whatever it is. Um, and I enjoy that. I thought it was atmospheric and 4K blue all the way. I'm definitely not <laughs> shit, but I do reserve the right to not like it in the future. Yes. Uh, where are you, Andre? Uh, probably touching cloth on this one. It's yeah. It's got a lot of good moments. There's some really good scenes. And, you know, as we've stated, Catherine Watson, Danny McBride and the two Michael Fassbenders, great performances. But there's a lot in between which I just didn't care for. I mean, the Demian Bashir character, just nothing. Mm -hmm. That's true. There's a lot of people who just pop up and don't do much. And there's a lot of time wasted in between actual scenes that feel like... We're not even learning about the alien landscape, this planet. We're not really learning about the ship or anyone's relationships with each other. It's just things going on. And it's kind of annoying because there is clearly something interesting here as doing a mature science fiction film from a studio which is rare. It doesn't have to have action all the time, and it doesn't have action all the time, and that's great. But I kind of wish it had more anything at times, rather than just look. I mean, I know, obviously, Alien was a lot of corridors before anything actually happened, but that's fine. That's what that film was. This film doesn't have that kind of motif. There's no long strains of forest. There's no lots of man cave of David. There's just bits and pieces and random flashback as well. It's, it, it, I can't really claim it's a great film. I can't even claim there's much cinema in there, but uh, it looks nice. As you say, 4K Blu-ray will look stunning. Yep. But uh, it, it's, it's, it exists, and that's yes. about as much as I can say for it. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm also definitely not shit in the fact that I, I, I liked the film. I just don't... Don't like where it's taken the franchise as I've said before, but I am definitely not shit on it. But our uh, poll, uh, definitely not shit... 46%. Uh, touching okay. cloth, 25%. And shit, 29%. That feels more favourable than it would have been for Prometheus. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly. Yes. Uh, cool. Very good. Uh, so, uh, who wants to go with what they've been watching this past week or so? Anything stand out? Um, Andrew, go on, mate. Um, well... I basically just marathoned all of Master of None in this past week, this season two. Oh, so. how is that? 
it is wonderful. It I is. actually watched the first episode um, the day before yesterday. It's a, that's a great way to open up. It, 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 I, I, the, the, the first episode is, is actually quite a lot of fun, actually. It's Italian neorealism, but with Aziz Ansari. Yeah. <laughs> How can you deny that? There's charm, there's beauty. The, 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 that's, that is, that's a perfect word for it. I, I did find it really quite charming. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it should be wanky. That should be the ultimate of wank. Yeah, it should you can't, be. You've got a smile on your face the entire time. You just love being there, the presence of these characters. And yeah. that, that sustains itself the entire way through. There's a great uh, ensemble piece that's called New York, I Love You, which is exactly what you'd think for it would be. I, I, nice... I'm looking forward to getting, getting more in, in, into it. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest, uh, after the first episode. It, yeah, it's, it's back. It's as good as it was last season. Except there's no Colin Salmon this year. But uh, you get Bobby Carnivale instead. And who can deny Bobby Carnivale? Yes. I need to get on Master of None. I've got a feeling I'll enjoy that. Is it, is it, I think you will, yeah. Is it like half-hour episodes? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, mostly. There's one. There's been one one-hour episode so far. But that's late in season two. It's um, 4K on Netflix as well, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. Is it HDR? And it's gorgeous. No, it's, it's Ultra HD. Yeah, it's just Ultra HD. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. I'll take that. All right. Um, cool. What have you been watching, Ian? Oh, shit. Was that really it, Andrew? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Oh, shit. Sorry. Okay. It's, it's a... All right, mate. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, yeah, I've got a few things. Um, so, after Mark spoke about it, I, I believe last week, I watched Volcano. Ah, cool. Um, Wait, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's on TV every week. How do you miss that? Uh, well, <laughs> I we have no access to live TV I mean, it's home. been on TV every week since 1997 when it came out. All right, well, no, fair enough. All right, all right, steady on. Um, <laughs> you have no access to live TV? Well, I mean, like we got that we got that like TV player app on Apple TV, but we don't have a like we don't have a cable box and we don't have a working aerial. Um, we just like we we're, we're cord cutters. I I I think is the phrase. Um, yeah. So have, you got, have you got have you got the Virgin Media? Yeah, but we don't have the TV. Ah, all right. Yeah, no. Did you, you, did you just have that for broadband? Then? Yeah, no, we have broadband and um, home phone. Yeah, we we cut out the TV in January. Um, it's been fine. All right. So if you want to watch like some on BBC, on BBC Two, you just watch it through the iPlayer. iPlayer, yeah, it does live TV through that, so it's That's fine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like Amazon Prime Now TV and whatnot. You know, it's yeah, no, no real. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it and thinking. Do you know what? What do I actually watch on TV? Mate, I mean, you know, like, everything's demand. I get Sky Volcano Sp- and Hot Fuzz. <laughs> Fucking hot, hot Fuzz. And Hot uh, Fuzz is on Netflix it, now. It, as well. it is, it's because we're on True Lies still on ITV2 every week. True Lies is now on Sky frequently instead. Uh, yes, well, that's it. You see, the only, thing that, the only thing that I actually ever watch on TV at the specific time that it's on is football, and that is it. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's the thing. I have Sky Sports Mobile TV, five ninety nine a month. I get Sky Sports One and Two. Yeah, I have to watch it on my phone, but it's fine. <laughs> so you know, whatever. Um, yeah, no volcano. Um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoyed the more procedural stuff rather than like the big action yes. climax. Like mm. I like the the planning that they do and the arguing amongst themselves and why stuff wouldn't work and it, which feels like that wouldn't happen if this film was made today. Um, also, John. Cal- it didn't happen if this film was made today. San Andreas is basically yeah. volcano made today. <laughs> yeah, I love San Andreas. Don't fucking. Yeah. 
Um, however, um, yeah, John Carroll Lynch's death is fucking horrific. That that <laughs> is so nasty. Like the way he just kind of like drowns in lava. The way that you can yep. see him about to do it as well. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the jump is amazing. Like they're like jump, jump, and it's just like the wide shot of him throwing the guy. And then just like jumping and maybe making it about a quarter of the distance and then just falling <laughs> in. I mean, like it's I, it would be funny if it wasn't so fucking horrific. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's quite something, man. But um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, Tommy Lee Jones and Aaron Hashley have like no chemistry whatsoever. It's amazing. Um, Despite the fact that it does seem a little bit like Aaron Hash, if like she's she's desperately trying to flirt with Tommy Lee Jones yeah, but he has he's no idea what flirting is yeah. and at some point there's a deleted scene somewhere where he looks at her and just goes why do you keep touching me? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like really? do you really want to know? he's like it's weird that you keep touching me yeah no, I, I, I get that yeah no, that's, 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 that's quite right he's like, the most long term married man in the world just doesn't understand flirting mm. It's nice. Yeah, with Will Smith and the Men in Black films, I mean, whoa. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I, isn't he? Didn't he actually say to Jim Carrey on the set of Batman Forever, "I cannot yep. sanction your buffoonery." Exactly that. <laughs> like that. He is, he, he is a miserable man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, I, I aspire to him, man. Like fucking. He's OCB. He's old craggy bastard. I was God. Yep. I was in the fucking Lego shop today um, with Lottie. <laughs> And this, the guy, I purposefully did not buy anything there because the guy at the fucking cash desk was the most overly try-hard happy I've ever seen anyone be. And Lottie was asking for the, for some minifigs. And I was like, no, no, you're not having some mini. No, I'll t- you can buy something else in a different shop, but no... And it was purely because I did not want to have a conversation with that bastard. <laughs> is that is that like when I got pissed off with the guy at my local McDonald's when he kept telling me every morning to have a great day and it was being overtly nice to me and I responded with, don't you fucking talk to me like that. There's no joy in this transaction. Yeah, no, that's which is, which is a great thing to say. Yeah, you, I can't you said that. But that, that oh, you people are fun. It just, I, but I, I just, I can't deal with it. It's like, and the, 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 I'll be honest, she got a bit upset about it as well, and I felt bad. But it's like I did buy her a toy somewhere else. I want to make that very, very clear. <laughs> and you are a responsible parent. It was, it, and also it was like it was free minifigs, and it was a fiver for the three of them, and it was just like no, no, no. You've got Lego at home, and you'd barely play with that as it is so no so it was fine but yeah i'm a miserable bastard and i look up to tommy lee jones um i watched the u.s cut of the shining um because i like being miserable um i just i love the way is is there so much difference um okay there's um yeah there, there 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 is there is like extra stuff inserted throughout it, um, even though 
like I mean, there, there's kind of pointless stuff. Like the scene before Danny goes into the room, and uh, Jack's like just awake, like awake. Um, he's like awake, sat on the bed. Then he asks Danny to come come with him, and they have a little conversation where he's sat on his knee, and it's like, oh, don't you like this place? And he says, oh, I want to stay here forever and ever and ever. Um, there's a scene before there where him, um, Danny and Wendy are watching TV, and it's like this long pull back from the TV and he basically asks, can I go up and get my fire truck? And she's like, you know, be really quiet. So it's a completely pointless scene, but it's in there for some reason. It kind of feels like, cause I know Kubrick thought that the, like the UK cut was his preferred version, but it was like, yeah, yeah, whatever with the US cut, you can have it if you want. It barely, it doesn't add anything of note, but it also doesn't feel over long. How, how did you watch it? Um, iTunes. It's on iTunes. Yeah, the extended cut is on iTunes. <sighs> the thing is, I know it's fucking criminal to say this. I I can never actually get on with The Shining, to be honest. Um, but I'm kind of interested to watch that version of it. The, now, the the thing that grabbed me about it, because it's been a few years since I watched The Shining, and the thing that grabbed me about it this time is the sound in the at the climax. Like, there's this chanting going on. Which seemed like in my mind's eye did not stop for like a solid twenty five minutes, and it's really fucking eerie. Um, I mean, he made a fucking horror film with that bloody film, did Stanley Kubrick? Jesus Christ! Um, no, I mean like the extended cut as well. There's a scene where um, Scatman Crothers is trying to get up uh, to the 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 play uh, to the the overlook, and he phones one of his friends to get a snowplow and the, the guy's Tony Burton from the, the Rocky films, which is fun to see him in. Um, so, you know, you've you know you got that as well, but it's it's not really anything of much note. But you you, you should give The Shining another go, Mark. Um, yeah, I will do. Um, okay, I watched Kickboxer Vengeance, uh, on uh, which is on Netflix. Um, it's basically a loose remake of Kickboxer, except Jean-Claude Van Damme's in it. Um, yeah. So that's fine. Um, it, it was it was fun, and Dave Bautista's like pretty good as the like the bad guy. To be fair, so I, I had a decent enough time with it. It's like an hour and a half long, so you know, hey. Um, been watching some Pixar with Lottie, um, Toy Story, Monsters Inc. and Cars. Um, Monsters Inc. still makes me pretty much cry. Um, to be honest with you. Um, Toy Story, I think is great, even though that film has not aged well. Um, like the fucking the people in it look horrific. Like they look so bad. Um, and Cars, I did not hate as much as I did. This was only my second watch of it. Um, its heart is in the right place, but Tomator is the fucking worst. Um, <laughs> so that that's all I really have to say about Cars. And uh, lastly, for me, uh, Pacific Rim on 4K Blu-ray. Uh, which is a bit of an eye melter, Andrew. I know I um, pointed you in the direction of the Amazon two for thirty on this. Have you uh, have you sampled yet? Oh, we lost Andrew. Oh no! I wonder how long we've lost him for. <laughs> yeah, he's not there. <laughs> Shit.
Okay, we... Oh, Andrew, right. you there? Hi. Yes, hi, cool. hi. When did you drop out there, bud? I was just monologuing. Uh, well, back when you were talking about buying an actual toy for Lottie as opposed to not being completely lost asshole of her father. Oh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. I that was really, a while ago. I really was monologuing. Um, apologies. Okay. <laughs> That's um, fine. You know, if I was a superhero, I'd have taken you out by now. That's true. That is very, very true. Um, I, I was just, um, I was just asking you. You're talking about kickboxing. Um, that was talking about being. Well, can, I, really? can I just say that, that, that they're doing another kickboxer movie, Ian? Really? Yeah, called Kickboxer Retaliation. Oh, so that's going to be yeah, probably Batista. Oh, oh, no, Batista's not in it. Yeah, no, he wouldn't be. Oh, Jean Claude Van Damme's back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know who else is in here? Go on. Kellen Lutz. Uh, Mike Tyson's in there. Sweet. Christopher Lambert's in there. Sweet. Ooh. Ronaldinho. <laughs> Ronaldinho. Yeah, Ronaldinho. He's playing a guy called Ronaldo in it. That, fuck's <laughs> sake. Are you sure this, this isn't a piss take? He shaved his head for this role. Uh, God. It's, yep, yeah, it's real. Uh, yeah, it's it's being filmed. Uh, it, it was filmed last year. There's also going to be a third one, which begins shooting very soon, called Kickboxer Armageddon. Brilliant. I'm in. What? I'm in. <laughs> Wait, so it's kickboxers who go on to a meteor that's about to crash onto the planet Earth and have to kick I hope so. Oh, my fucking God. Uh, so, Ian, carry on with what you were saying. Um, Pacific Rim, 4K Blu-ray. Andrew, yes. have, you, uh, have you partaken? Um, I've watched a little bit of it, but I'm going to watch it tonight properly. Deary me. When it's all sparky and neon and whatnot, oh, my word. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. Oh, it's it it is it is very good there, very good. It's a 2K DI, but the HDR really uh really really makes it pop. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's 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 good. Two for thirty. I quid. do love HDR. That and Lego Movie, two for thirty quid on on 4K Blu-ray. I'll take that. That was all right. That. I was a bit disappointed with the Lego Movie. What the the transfer? The transfer, yeah, it didn't really seem that much different to the uh, Blu-ray I already had. Yeah, I've, I've actually heard reports of that. Um, like the HDR, don't really do anything for it. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, no. I haven't watched it yet. Um, like I'm just kind of saying it from when Lottie's interested in watching it. Um, it's not me. I I, I have I have hopes for the uh, for the Lego Batman transfer though. Like the, it, that that could be good. That, the black should be deeper, darker blacks. Yeah, that that should definitely be deeper, darker, darker, darker blacks. Jesus Christ! I, <laughs> it's darker black. Yes. Um, even though I don't think it was a 4K DI though. Um, no, uh, animation films will not be that for a long time. I don't think. No, no, which is a shame for those who don't know what I'm referring don't know what to there. So basically, the thing with 4K is that a lot of 4K films are were were graded at 2K. Um, even if they're shot at like above 2K, a lot of them are graded at 2K and then released at, as in a 2K in cinemas, and then they usually use those uh, masters for the 4K Blu-ray treatment. And it's the HDR which really kind of like 
shows the difference. However, if you have a 4K DI, then the results are appreciably better generally. Um, Hello, passengers, or Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped for Billy Lynn's hot long halftime walk. Also, because. Hot long halftime walk. Long halftime. <laughs> the erotic walk. version. Okay, yes. Well, half long, yes. Uh, you know what I mean. Just because, yeah. as much as I didn't like high frame rate for The Hobbit, I'm really interested to see what 60 frames per second plays like on my TV. It is stunning. Yeah, really. Really stunning. Oh, fuck. You've got, yeah, um, yeah, Andrew's got the, the, the US. Um, 4k it comes out over here next month um hmm. mark have you seen billy lynn yet i have not watched billy lynn oh, yet, mate, no. yeah yeah do do get on it when you can um that is a good I, I i have been planning to watch it just it's one of those that i keep hovering over i say it, it's over two hours if it was under two hours i'd have watched it by now which makes no sense because it's barely over two hours it's like two hours five yeah still at five minutes, minutes. A lot it makes of no sense it, because I've watched other films recently that have been over two hours long that I had no reason to watch. <laughs> I mean, it's it's really annoying though because I think Assassin's Creed is a 4K DI, but there is no way yes, I'm ever is. buying that fucking disc. It's no way it looks good though. Sorry, because every every scene is edited in a way that you can't see what's going on, on screen anyway. Yeah. So there's no way you can really get any detail. Oh man, oh, God! I mean, apparently, Ghost and Brendan Gleeson's hair. Oh well, yes. I mean, Ghost in the Shell is a 2K DI apparently when that comes out as well. It's like it's expensive. That's, That's yeah, it is stupid. Because the thing is, it's more expensive to do the the 4K ones. But it's like fucking do it. You you know you've got cinema projectors that can sh- that can easily show 4K and have been able to for a number of years now. It's like I know when Fincher's stuff starts coming out on 4K, he's gonna fucking insist on 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 it being. Like 4K because he would have had a 4K DI in the first place. Yeah, I need it. I need it. God damn it! The fact that TV is doing you know everything and a lot of things in 4K now as well. It's just like why can't cinema? Which you know 2K is barely above Blu-ray at this point if you don't know that already. Yes, it's a couple of pixels. You know, a couple of pixels each way, slightly beyond a standard TV screen in terms of pixel thing, and that's it. That's it. So why aren't we doing more 4K? Why aren't we doing more? in cinema it's embarrassing it's i mean it's just it's and, and i'm sorry for the for the tangenting here but it, it just it's so annoying because there's fucking studio canal keep on re-releasing stuff on blu-ray and saying new 4k master like the man who fell yeah. to earth and Mulholland drive um Mulholland drive comes out next week and it's like why not why not just release a 4k blu-ray as well then you know Charge an extra tenner. I know you're going to. It's fine. I'm not going to bother buying your new Blu-ray of Mulholland Drive from a 4K master when I have a 4K player perfectly capable of playing 4K stuff and I know you're going to do a 4K at some point. That's the first thing I did with my 4K player and uh, TV was because I did the uh, Man Who Fell to Earth trailer. Uh, Yes, okay, Um, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the 4K version of that lying around, as you would. So I uh, put it onto my USB and put it, put it onto there, and gosh, it looks stunning. I fucking bet. I fucking bet. And it just, oh, and you know, when Criterion start doing it, and hopefully they UK oh on as well. By the way, I saw a Criterion on sale in Sainsbury's today. It fucking weirded me out. 
Wow. <laughs> Jesus, which one? Twelve Angry Men. Oh, that's a good shout. It's a good shout out to that. Like, yeah. I just, I was like, it was almost like a double take. <laughs> you know, I, it was like, I, I could not, I almost bought it just because I kind of want to say good on you, Sainsbury's. You, you got to remember, yeah. Ian, I bought NWA straight out of Compton on vinyl from Sainsbury's, which is just fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I It just, oh. And I've got 4K is starting to get into supermarkets as well. It does, it kind of feels like maybe it's actually got some traction. Maybe this one oh, last, hope. one last breath of physical media has actually got something. Um, as soon as supermarkets start stocking it, you know that the price point's going to start coming down. That's, I mean, that is definitely, yeah. that has definitely got to happen. Like, La La Land was 19.99, which I'm, I'm okay with. Um, that wasn't, and by the way, shot on film, 2K Di. For fuck's Stupid. sake, I mean, it looks really, really nice. Don't get me wrong, it looks really nice, and like the, the grains in there, it's a, it's a good transfer and i'm sure the hdr at the very least makes it look better than the blu-ray but what the fuck man it's la la land you know like just uh, it's an oscar kind of winner you know well it is an oscar winner it is a winner yeah i mean it, it won oscars you know yeah but you know what i mean just the best picture yeah and it, it you know give it a fucking i mean I, one last thing on the 4k thing before i shut up Unforgiven is coming out on 4K. I have never seen Unforgiven. Ooh. I am assuming that that is a that is a 4K DI. It's gotta be. Yeah, it is. It's definitely a 4K DI. But apparently, I've heard word early word that uh, it's kind of the blacks aren't as black as you want to be. It's a very good fellas thing again. Ah, fuck. That's the thing so that's putting me off my being... fellas. Like Blu-ray.com gave the 4K a one out of five. One. Of... Was it? Well, I thought it was one point five. Well, maybe it was one point five, but yeah, like they savaged that that fucking. They really treatment. did, yeah. And it, it that really fucking scares me. Like, just it was a four K transfer, and it's Scorsese, and I don't have it yet. <laughs> I will watch it and give you a heads up overall because I've only seen little snippets of it. Yeah, please do. Actually, I'd appreciate that. But um, yeah, anyway, it's just it's nice having a fellow four K player owner on. <laughs> it's a very nerdy specific but was, was, was that as a, after you convinced me to ditch fucking physical media I know it's hilarious isn't it uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> is this your third time you've come back to physical media after ditching it yeah yeah I think third's probably about right yeah <laughs> I'm loving it though the, the Panasonic player I got is great you know it, it does genuinely look better than the Xbox One S um, 4K um, output um, oh, that's interesting. Actually, what 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 player are you running, Andrew? I've got a Samsung one. Oh, the UBD K eight five hundred. That's the one. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the one. That's the one that I've had loads of fucking problems with, and I had to keep on taking them back. I only had one problem with it when it first arrived. It was broken. That's a problem. So I had to. Yep. But the next day I got another one. Perfectly fine since. So. Yeah, the the, the the last one I tried before the Panny one I got now, um, like it was uh, used like new off Amazon Marketplace and just didn't want to turn on. Ah, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was like, right, fuck you, straight back you go. So um, sure. Yeah, and I've I've got the 
because Panasonic have done a few, um, a, a few now. There's like uh, the seven hundred, the, the seven hundred, the nine hundred, and the three hundred. I got the three hundred. My first four K player, which I got a couple years back now, was the nine hundred, and it was like five hundred and fifty quid. Yeah. Um, and that was lovely. This one, I barely see any difference. But the Samsung. And the Xbox One S, I actually think the images weren't quite as vivid. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard I've heard other people say similar about the Xbox. Not so much the Samsung, but definitely the Xbox. Um, apparently, that is a cheap UHD player, and it is a cheap UHD player. Even though it does do Dolby Atmos and DTSX now. So if no, yeah, uh, they did a firmware update. So if anyone was um, was holding off an Xbox One because of that, then don't worry about that now. But yeah, I'm going to get me a Dolby Atmos and DTS-X rig at some point over the next few months. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, I, I, that's a dream. It's it. thing is, right, you can get you can get a receiver that is Atmos and DTS-X compatible now, a Denon receiver, for about 300 quid. Mm. And then you just got to buy the speakers and the subwoofer. Yeah. You know, and so... I'm not going to put them on my ceiling. I wish. I'd never be allowed to do that. But um, I think I can get some 5.1 Atmos going um, at least. So uh, that should be that should be pretty good. That'd be um, nice, yeah. Um, I'm going to let Mark speak. Cool. Uh, <laughs> that got very that got very fucking technical. <laughs> get a uh, what have I watched this week? Uh, Join the revolution. Yeah. Join. I, I watched uh, Easy Air, rewatched that because Becky yeah, wants to rewatch it. Um, Good time. It's yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a great time. Um, Easy Air. Um, what I was hit with is how weird it is that that Will Gluck went from uh, making Fired Up, which I really quite enjoyed actually. Um, F U. To um, yes, F U. <laughs> yes, um, Easy Air, which is. Very good. I really enjoyed We're Friends with Benefits. And then he fantastic. Yeah, great film, actually. But I really remember really quite enjoying that. And then he made the... Um, the Blanny. Blanny film. Yeah. Which now makes me go, do you know what? I might watch that, actually. It looks horrible. It's tough to watch. But... I'm looking at it really uh, straining. Yeah. But I'm now thinking, I know it's going to be shit. But I think I'm going to watch it. Uh, so that's what I took from Easy Air was, oh my god, this film makes me want to watch a shit film. Uh, so yeah, so I, I enjoyed my rewatch of Easy Air. Um, I I rewatched also rewatched the Sum of All Fears. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's a random choice. It is a really random choice. Uh, and it's it's really boring. I, I mean, seem to remember it in the cinema being kind of like, oh, I thought this was going to be an exciting action film starring Ben yeah, Affleck. And it's no. not. It, it literally is just people talking to each other and making it seem like it's really important. Yeah. But you watch it going, I don't give a shit. They can blow each other up. They can all, they, they can all blow each other up because this is looking at, like way too real right now. <laughs> oh Except it, it's this. Essentially, what is happening right now is the sum of all fears as a Saturday Night Live sketch is the reality of what is happening right now. 
So it is terrifying that, 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 that to think that, that at some point Donald Trump will be on Air Force One going, can somebody just call Jack Ryan and see what he thinks about this? And Bannon will be going, yeah, yeah, we can do. And as they walk out of a room, Spice is going, does, does he know that he's not a real person? It's like, fuck it, no, we're just telling you. He said, go, he said, bomb it. We can do whatever we want. He thinks Jack Ryan's fucking real. Which Jack Ryan would they call? What, what happens? What, well, just don't tell him it's the Baldwin one, because he will not like that. <laughs> tell him it's Affleck. He loves Affleck. <laughs> it's Chris Pine. He'll never remember who it was. Yeah. <laughs> what make him go? Well, we called, we called Jack Ryan. Which one? Affleck. Good. Don't call that fucking Baldwin one. I didn't like him. He was mean to me. Uh, so yeah, so I, it's boring. Um, and then I watched the Rainmaker. <laughs> good right. God. Yes, which is I really enjoyed actually. It's really quite good. I forgot a film that I watched as well. I also watched The Hotspot because why not? Remind what? Yeah, that springs to mind, but I can't place it. The Hotspot uh, stars John Johnson okay. as an impossibly cool motherfucker in it. So Don Johnson. So Don Johnson, yeah. Yeah. Um, where he literally, he drives... <laughs> all right, he's directed by Dennis Hopper, and he's like a... He's made in like 1919. It's a proper neo-noir film. Um, it starts off, Don Johnson quite literally drives into town, um, and then he's having a drink, and then he walks across um, to a car lot where... Um, You've got one of the guys, he's filling a seller car, and the guy's walking away having not bought a car. So Don Johnson just randomly starts talking to him and selling him a car, and then walks into the car dealership and says to the owner of the car dealership, um, just pretend like we're arguing, and you, you know, just just gesticulate just with your hands a little bit. The guy goes, what the hell are you doing? And he's going, well, I'm selling that car out there. And he's saying, no, you're not. What are you doing on my car lot? And he goes, I'm selling that car. To which he writes it on a bit of paper, takes out and goes, right, if you'd like to go across the office, you'll process your payment, and literally sells the car. He then proceeds to walk in, get a job selling cars, but then for the rest of the movie, all he does is not sell cars, and fucks everyone. I'm on board. Right. It's on Netflix. It is over two hours long. Right. Right. And... He basically just women just seem to find him irresistible, which you can understand because he's cool as fuck. He also does some other stuff. He doesn't just fuck women, but the other stuff he does just makes it look effortlessly cool. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, watch it because it's great. Are you sure? Jack Nance is in there. He plays the uh, he plays the um, bank manager. Right. Who also also seems to really enjoy going to the strip club, and then at one point you get a, you get Jack Nance does something so Jack Nance it is untrue with a sign <laughs> that is just magnificent. Do you watch he some weird stuff, man? You watch some weird stuff. I do, stuff. yeah. Um, and I also watch Prometheus and just fucking just no. <laughs> No, no, no. 
Do you know what? Fair enough, people. If anyone can get any enjoyment or like Prometheus, all power to you. I have no issue with that. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, I tried to watch it last month. Got about an hour into it, just gave up. You watched the good hour as well, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was that. That was that was it for my watching. We do have some questions uh, this week. Um, so, question number one. Um, um, Jack Burton, uh, Mr. F1978, says, have there been enough movies set in the Alien universe at this stage? Eight, if you count AVP. Uh, is it overkill? Oh, shit. Hang on. Ah. Sorry. Um... Do you want my just start? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's like a vibrator, dude. No, well, no, fuck off. Um, <laughs> it, I can, I can, I can exclusively reveal it was not a vibrator. Um, That's what somebody who's using a vibrator would say. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, fake news. It, it's all fake news. Um, <laughs> um, enough films in the Alien series. Uh, I want another AVP. I don't want another AVP. I do. I want it to be directed by both Shane Black and Ridley Scott, where one like directs one episode. scene and the other one directs the next scene. <laughs> and I want it to cost $250 million. I would watch that. I'd watch the fuck out yeah, of that. Yeah, fuck yeah. Only if, they, um, only if they advertised it as from the director of The Nice Guys and 1492 Conquest of Paradise. <laughs> yeah, I'm all for that. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Um, Rick Kid uh, at Rick J Kid. Uh, has there ever been a prequel which has actually lived up to the original film? Only the prequel parts of Godfather Part Two come close for me. Um, I think the Josh Trank version of Fantastic Four was a fantastic prequel to Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> quite the tonal change I'll say that yeah, yeah that's out on 4k long. how the fuck yeah, is the Josh is. Trank version of Fantastic Four out on 4k because Fox likes to put all their stuff on 4k oh. except for things like Hidden Figures or Why Him I need or to Keeping see, Up with the Joneses I need to see how much that is because I, I will be honest if, 20 quid do you, it, it probably will be 20 quid it, won't it? If, I, yeah. if I saw that version of Fantastic Four on 4K for a tenner, I'd buy it. Wow. That's crazy. It's 20 quid. It is 20 fucking quid. It's not even in the two for 30. It might be down in the H&V version, because they put a lot more Fox stuff on that system. Oh, yeah. Oh, can you imagine actually going into H&V and buying that version of Fantastic Four on, on 4K? Like, the person would just look at you like... You're a piece of shit. I have some respect for myself. No, I would never do that to myself. Um, Prequel, prequel better than... I'm trying to... Yeah, I can't really think of anything. Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, technically prequels. That's not a bad shout, mind. That is Mm -hmm. not a bad shout. Yeah, good, good, good prequels are really, really rare, obviously. When Harry met Lloyd. Never saw that. Could you technically count the uh, the Fast and Furious movies that are before oh. Tokyo Drift? So four, five, 
Four, five, six. six. Four, five, yeah. six. Uh, prequels, technically. <laughs> prequels to Tokyo Drift. Yeah, I guess you can get away with that, maybe. Oh, those. Oh, Kong Sky Island was better than Godzilla. It. Are we. Are we. Oh, God, yeah, they are in the same universe, actually, aren't they? They are in the same universe. Yes, they are. We're cheating. But <laughs> yeah, that's a loosey goosey definition of prequel, but yeah. Yeah, uh, next question. Uh, Reed Cayman, uh, at Reed Cayman, um, how would you improve uh, the film? And I'm guessing it's time Alien Covenant because it was in response to uh, that being the film we're covering. Uh, were the effects still admirable and what did you enjoy most? Um, I mean, the effects were fine. Like, the alien was all CG and plasticky. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. The effects that I thought were best than Prometheus. I, I kind of thought it was of a piece with Prometheus, to be honest. Like it, it kind of like the same kind of visual look to it, and yeah. But the mini aliens were better. Yeah, that's true. One. That's true. Um, it, 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 when I watched Prometheus, I, I, when the mini alien came on, I was very aware that I was watching a mini little fucking digital rendering of an alien. Okay. Felt a little bit like something from a Cartoon Network cartoon. <laughs> I think that's a bit. Fuck. That'd be a fun children's cartoon. Yeah, Babies, animals. Fucking Cartoon Network. It won't surprise me. Our dog loves Cartoon Network. It's fucking weird. By the way, speaking of fucking Facebook's telling me to add her as a friend again, Mark. I'm not like. Is about. Yeah. I don't think she uses Facebook anymore. Fucking hell, man! Like it just. Facebook, I don't want to be Facebook friends with my mate's, like, 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Like... I don't want to be friends with on Facebook. I don't think I have. That is the start of some horrible drama coming up in the next couple of years. <laughs> that's disturbing. No, that's be like a, a spotlight style. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Not you, but I'm just saying... No, yeah. all right. Yeah, that's... Yeah, okay, something. Enough. Cool. Um, I think I think that's it for questions. Actually, I think let me just double check. I I I'm kind. I I am joking, by the way, Andrew. Don't worry. But um. Oh, we do. No, we did one more. Uh, Midlands movies uh, at Midlands movies. Uh, was playing the theme tune within the film of the Alien series, Jumping the Shark moment. Um, I don't think it was Jumping the Shark, but I think it was. I kind of referenced it earlier on. It. I knew I was being pandered to, but I still enjoyed it because it was almost like, right, okay, he's actually he's actually trying to make an alien film here. That's comforting. But then he fucks up the speed of the gestation period. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I, 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 I say you knew you were getting pandered to, but you kind of liked it. Yeah. Is that the theme tune, or is it just, you know, the score reproduced? Because the theme tune sounds like it should have lyrics, which I would love to have an alien theme tune. Mm. But it's like the... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do kind of thing. There's an alien in the ship right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it was someone rapping on that, it'd be great. Yeah. Solid theme tune. Cool. Uh... That's uh, that's it for questions uh, now. I think I'm sure it is. Yes, it is. Sweet. Um, Ian, what are we covering next week? Well, I'm I'm gonna see a few things. So um, take take your pick. Um, 
I'm, I'm assuming we're not going to be reviewing Snatched, but um, <laughs> I, I want to see Goldie Horn on the big screen. Uh, you're actually going to see that? That's him, I want to, yeah, because I have an unlimited card. Like, ah, that's right, literally sorry. why. Um, that's why that thing exists. For unlimited card holders. Yeah. Exclusively yeah. made for Cineworld unlimited card holders. <laughs> um, that'd be amazing. Um, what else is out? Colossal's out. Colossal, it, it, but isn't also King Arthur out? And King Arthur, yeah, that was what I was leading up to. Oh, Legend of the Sword? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be that, isn't it? Even though they didn't really need to put a subtitle on that, did they? Because that would seem to imply that there's going to be a franchise. Um, there could be another one, you know. Charlie Hunnam's going to have his time free. They can make one in this in Guy Ritchie's back garden. Fucking hell, man! Like I, I it just. I, I, do you know what? Do you know what I hope happens when Guy Ritchie makes Aladdin makes a billion fucking dollars and they go right. We're going to let you make whatever you want. I hope he just goes, do you know what? I want to make a Man from Uncle and King Arthur sequel together. I want him to do another fucking The Man from King Arthur's Uncle. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. I just want Rock and Roller 2. Oh, real Rock and Roller. Because he was talking about doing a trilogy of those, wasn't he? It was was Rock and Roller, real Rock and Roller, then Rock and Roll Star. There you go. Yeah. I've not seen Rock and Roller. Have you not seen Rock and Roller? Not seen Rock and Roller. Jesus Christ. It's good. It's great. Yeah, it's a good fucking flick, that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a great. It came out at a time where I was just like, do you know what? No. I'm, I'm I think that's what most people said. Guy. But then again, I, I, I've actually. I can't think of anything that actually of Guy Ritchie's that I've not actually liked in some way, to be honest. You see, I, yeah, no. Swept I, away? Oh, swept away. I, yeah, I watched Swept Away and didn't despise it. It was shit, but, you know, I watched it. <laughs> Fair enough. I've watched worse. Uh, I want to oh, sure. re-watch Rock and Roller and Revolver and whatnot, but I'm also mindful of the fact that I've still got, like, six or seven episodes of Twin Peaks plus Firewalk with me plus The Missing Pieces before Monday. Oh, my yeah. God. I got yeah. to I got to, um, to Sky Plus the uh, Twin Peaks today, and it... it, it it was fucking weird doing that. I bet. Sky Plus in, and then saying, uh, do you want to bookmark the entire series? Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've just bookmarked Twin Peaks and it's fucking new. <laughs> as as Mike said on WhatsApp the other day, like the fact that I have to wait maybe a day or two and you guys have had to wait decades. <laughs> it's a very, very weird, like I'm literally going to finish a first watch of Twin Peaks series two this week. And you've watched it over and over, I don't know how many times. Uh, I have watched, I, I, I mean, double figures the amount of times I've watched the whole thing. Anyway, speaking of jumping the shark as well, Dude and a Monkey doing weekly reviews of Twin Peaks. Yes, we will be, will we? Take several months. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're doing TV. In fairness, it's Lynch. So, you know. Fuck it. Exactly. It's not TV. It's Showtime. Is that the phrase? Is that is actually their slogan? Yeah. yeah. Fuck's sake. They've just gone for it. It's, they don't call it TV shows. They call it television events. It, it's it's not BO. It's HBO. <laughs> so uh, King Arthur or Colossal next week, depending on how things line up. Uh, is there anything that we needed to talk about? That we haven't spoken about yet. Uh, um. 
I, I, a child coming in. You've just been attacked by a child. Yeah, um... uh, well, uh, thank you very much, Andrew, for joining us. Uh, it's been an absolute joy to have you on for, for the uh, Alien film, and we'll have to make sure we get you on again at some point soon. Uh, Always bit... happy to be here. Thanks very uh, much. Yeah, for nice. Well, thank you, Andrew. The last time I think you were on was... Hateful Eight. Was Hateful Eight, was yeah, of course. Was, yeah. Gosh, um, yeah, that's a long time Lossie, ago. what are you saying? Uh, You're late. Sorry, guys. Are you Important date. Some... <laughs> Sometimes what? I love you. Oh, well, I love you too. Thank you very much, baby. Aww. Aww. Right, I shall let you go and be a dad. Sorry about uh, that, guys. Thank, you. Uh, Thank you very much, Andrew. Um, that felt too sincere. No, well, um, <laughs> it's, Adonna it's, just told uh, me to say it. Doodamonkey.com, uh, at do for that. You can run at Ian Loring. Um, if anyone wants to email us, do that. iTunes reviews, all that bullshit. Um, and thank you very much. And we shall speak to you next, next week. week. Yeah, okay. I was wondering what, what is there some sort of weird delay there, like ambiguity about when we'll next speak to them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe never. This, this is it for Dude and a Monkey. We just told you what's coming up next week. We've just decided to cancel the show entirely. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye forever. <laughs>